All right, welcome back to You Dim Some, You Lose Some, our position podcast series. Um, I'm Abby. I use pronouns like she, her, and hers, and I'm this year's advocacy chair. Today, I'll just be discussing more about my role and giving some general advice about elections as they're coming up. So first, my role, advocacy. Um, So some of the basic outline responsibilities are representing CASA to MSA, which is the Minnesota Student Association, or basically the University of Minnesota's like official student government. Um, Managing and choosing our charity for the year, um, which this year I chose AWOM, Asian Women United of Minnesota. Um, Event planning for specific advocacy events. And then lastly, um, doing social media posts and working with our marketing chair to do advocacy-focused posts. Um, and then just some other things that come with responsibilities of being on CASA board um, would be joining committees and working on events, so just event planning in general, um, being ahead of one of the families for CASA, which is really fun. I wouldn't even call that like super responsibility. It's just pretty fun. And then also um, joining subcommittees. So for example, I was on the podcast committee and not all subcommittees are year long commitments. A lot of them are just for an event or maybe at most like for a semester. So, for example, some of the committees that I joined this year were uh, Moon Festival, which everyone has to join on CASA because that's one of our biggest events. I led the AWOM subcommittee. I led ABG subcommittee. And then I worked on This Is Us subcommittee and one other that I'm completely like, oh, podcast subcommittee. Um, Yeah, so that was really interesting and I really liked it. Um, Getting to work with other board members was a huge highlight of being on CASA board. And then something else that I really enjoyed about um, CASA this year was bringing in Asian Boss Girl or ABG. Um, It's an absolute dream of mine. I love their podcast and I have listened to their podcast for a really long time. I contacted them back in June or July, I want to say, and I was able to bring them to um, CASA and it was absolutely amazing. Before the event started, we had like an hour long, um, like pre-event tech run through with them. And the tech run through probably only took like 10, maybe five minutes. So we just sat and chatted for like 50 minutes. And it was so cool to talk to people who are basically like such role models to me. Um, Yeah, and then Some other things I worked on this year that I kind of touched on was the AWOM event, um, A Wonderful Cause, which I don't even know who came up with that punny name, but thank you whoever did. Um, It was really cool to hear about the work that AWOM does and something I'm really passionate about is nonprofit work. Um, So that is definitely something that I um, think is like a really cool part of this position. And then something I was confused about before joining CASA board was how my specific position differs from my responsibilities as just a board member. So so there are definitely those position specific duties I talked about earlier with MSA and charity selection and correspondence. But um, some of the general responsibilities are event planning, the 
two biggest events we have that all board members need to help plan are Moonfest and Chinese New Year. Um, after that, it's kind of up to everyone on like which events they want to be deeply and less involved in. Um, but all CASA board members are expected to like show up and help facilitate events. So yeah, that is really cool um, to have those different levels of commitment that you can have because working with just one or two other board, more like three or four other board members um, for a specific event, first of all, you get to work really closely with them and see how other people work, which is very exciting. And then you have this whole event that comes into fruition. And then if even if you're not on a committee for an event, you can see all the hard work that other people put in, which is also very cool. And then kind of like um, I mentioned before, being a family head leader. So there isn't a ton of work that goes into that other than just having to communicate with the family chat. Um, in my opinion, like I said, it's pretty fun. I would even call it really work. Um, and then lastly, something else that CASA does is we hang out and bond with other um, boards. Most of them are other APIDA organizations like HMSA, um, KSA, etc. But we definitely would be open to bonding with like other boards. So that is something that we could definitely explore, but that's not my responsibility. That is our external vice president, which you can hear about in their podcast. Um, lastly, I think I'll be discussing some traits that I think would be good for the position. Advocacy is really what you make of it and advocacy can mean different things for everyone. So take what I say with a grain of salt. Um, I don't know if I've mentioned this in any of the podcasts, but I'm a Carlson student. So not your typical fit for like an advocacy chair in my mind. Um, you know, I don't know a ton about, or I should say my curriculum doesn't really talk about social justice and none of the classes I take discuss social issues really. Um, it's very capitalism based. How do you make more money kind of things. Um, so yeah, don't think that your major or anything pigeonholes you into a specific position. Um, and yeah, like I said, take everything I say with a grain of salt. Advocacy is definitely what you make of it. And as long as you're passionate about something, that will show. And you can advocate for a variety of issues. You don't have to advocate for the same ones I did this year. Um, yeah. But just some general traits that I feel like could be good for it. First is passion um, for helping with stuff, uh, social causes and deciding a charity and like corresponding with a charity. I feel like having that year long relationship requires you to be passionate about the work that they're doing. Um, next is just being like diligent and responsible. Um, a big part of MSA um, is joining committees, um, which you do work independently with other MSA members. Um, so on that, that's really also what you make of it. Um, you do have a committee head and they will help you with some of your work, but a lot of it is going to be like brainstorming, like what do you wanna fix around the university and coming up with your own bills and resolutions for it. Um, another thing is social awareness. So just keeping up with um, either the news or current events is really helpful, especially for writing our social media posts. There are definitely some sites that you can help utilize. I personally just listen to like NPR or the New York Times 
sometimes even Washington Post if I'm feeling spicy, um, just to keep up with current events in the morning, like while I'm brushing my teeth or getting ready. Um, so yeah, it's not a huge commitment. Don't feel like you have to always be tuned in. And then um, another thing that could be helpful but is not necessary would be general writing skills or like some confidence in being able to write just for social media posts. But again, this is like a Facebook post for a student group, so it's not high pressure at all. And then something else are some traits that I have that I think made me a good fit for the position is that I'm very into politics and the news. And especially this year with CASA being um, such a big election year, it was really helpful. And then being decisive is something else that I will touch on. Going into CASA, I thought that my board members would have more input on kind of what MSA is doing. And I've realized that you're put in a position as advocacy chair to represent CASA to MSA. And as much as you can ask your board members for other input, a lot of the times when it comes to things because you know best about what's happening in MSA, you do have to be decisive on how you're gonna vote. And you can definitely take all their feedback, but ultimately you're the one who's been attending all the meetings. So you know that resolution or that bill or anything else best. So in my opinion, you should um, be decisive and know how you want to vote without necessarily having to ask for input. And then some tips on how to prepare for the election. First, just talk to board members. Uh, if you're interested in advocacy, definitely talk to me. I will remember that you talked to me and that will be brownie points for you. Um, but even if you're not interested in advocacy, if you just have general questions or are trying to figure out maybe what you'd be good at, talk to me as well or any of the other board members. We're all friendly. I promise we don't bite. Um, yeah, and then write a speech and practice it. Um, elections are the 17th and the 18th. So yeah, I would, when I practice, I practice with a friend. Um, practicing honestly with a friend over Zoom is really good because Zoom can be kind of intimidating for doing speeches, even though you can have your speech right in front of you. It can also be like, you're very self-conscious of your posture, which is what I was last year. Um, yeah, and then practice in general, um, kind of just making sure that you feel comfortable in like what you're wearing, um, in the setting that you're in. So try and practice as if it was the real thing. Another thing that I did was I had my friends hype me up before um, my speeches. And I also played some hype up music the day of. And then lastly, I just want to talk, I mentioned it a bit about how advocacy is really open-ended, but I think this position is so cool within CASA because there is a lot of space and ability to make it what you want. You can pursue what you're passionate about. And I think that is so cool to not have the most concrete steps about what you need to do with the position. And it has allowed me a lot to grow as a person and as a board member um, and also to grow in my passions and knowledge about Chinese American culture and just um, social issues in general. And lastly, um, if you're on the fence at all about applying, I would say 100% apply. Um, you're not committing yourself to anything by just throwing your name in the bucket or ring, whatever expression that is. Um, but yeah, you're not committing yourself yet just by applying 
and you never know what it could turn out to be. I've made some really good friends in CASA. I've found a lot of my passions and interests and strengths in CASA. Um, if you're looking for a job, I found a lot of things that I talk about in interviews in CASA. And lastly, I think CASA is really a highlight of my college experience, and I don't think I'd be the same person that I am now without CASA and the people that I've met through that. So thank you so much for listening to me ramble and promote CASA to you today. Um, tune in for the rest of the position podcast that we'll be having um, leading up to our elections, which again are the 17th and the 18th. Um, thank you all so much and we'll see you all next time. Bye.